Hello and welcome back to another episode of Biff Pal Bam. I'm your host, Paul. And this week, or this episode, should I say, because we've already recorded one episode this week, this episode, we will be heading back to the cinema for the first time in, what, two years nearly? Something since like that. Spider-Man um, Far From Home came out. Um, was the last time Marvel had a film in the cinemas, and we are here to review Black Widow. Finally, only a, a year late. Um, but as you can hear, I am joined, as always, by my two co-hosts, Josh. Hello there. And Tony. Greetings. So we've <laughs> done this kind of differently in our ways of watching. Yeah. Uh, Tony and Josh, you both went to the cinema to see it, I believe. No, yeah. actually, I, I ended up on Disney Plus. Ah, so Tony's yeah. the only cinema goer out of the three yeah, of us. I, I went, I went with Disney Plus as well. Yeah. Um, as I hadn't yeah. been fully jabbed, I didn't feel comfortable going to the cinema yeah. yet. I dusted um, off the unlimited card and went out on the Wednesday afternoon. Oh, gotta love the unlimited. So uh, yeah, so it's it's a different viewing experience for for the three of us, which. It's strange to say that some of us watched it at home yeah. legally and some yeah. of us went to the cinema to watch, watch it. Legally. Um, so it's it's the first time that that's happened. Uh, whether that continues, we don't know. Um, we've got another three Marvel films to come out before the end of the year, which completely took, took me back when I looked at it the other day. I was like, oh, we've still got three more Marvel films to come out this, <laughs> this year, um, which is just strange. Um <laughs> The, uh, so let's dive into into the film. Um, so the 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 flashback stuff. I know I've seen a lot of people say that they would have rather just seen a film full of flashbacks. No, um, <laughs> which not I find not a Black Widow film. <laughs> yeah, which is a which That's is a, which a little, little bit <laughs> Yeah, um, my first note is uh, is actually something a bit picky about it. The whistling thing. Um, it was I, very but, odd, wasn't it? Yeah, it just—it's random. They don't explain it or or anything. They just whistle at each other, and I'm like, that's just really strange. You you need to explain why they whistle at each other like that. Maybe, maybe it was a Snow White thing. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was just um, it was a bit strange. Um, she um, then I, I noted that Rachel Weiss was an English woman playing a Russian doing an American accent. <laughs> She's trying to do He's... Helena Bonham Carter in Harry Potter 8. Accents in this film are very confusing. Yes, oh. we, we no, will talk about confusing. that. They're very fucking shit. <laughs> yeah, and that was my big bugbear of, of the film is those awful accents. And how long before we go down the, the, the Wanda route where they just completely lose them? Oh, God. <laughs> um, in between films, apparently. Um, so I then said, do you think they de-aged Rachel Weisz? Yes, I think so. I don't mean sequence, yes. Because I really couldn't yeah. tell the difference. Yeah, she hasn't aged very much, has she? And that's no. it was kind of no. like... Both her and Harbour, I think, had some done by the look. I think. Well, Har- to be fair, Harbour just looked like they put him in a really bad wig and given him Barlo glasses <laughs> <laughs> to try and cover up the fact that he was older than the character was. I mean, um, me, it, it, like with Rachel White, to me, it'd be like the age and Paul Rudd. There's no point. Just get him to have a shave. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, she can't just have a shave, but... Well, I think there is a little bit. They, they do it with everybody now, don't they? Those, yeah. Get yeah, rid of the bloody laughter lines and stuff like that that we all yeah. pick up, so... Yeah, yeah, definitely felt there might have been a little bit in there. Mm. Um, then the, the, the blue hair on Natasha... I think that's that's kind of just pointing towards the fact that she will change her hair colour and her haircut um, mm. like every six months <laughs> throughout her, her life in the MCU. Uh, she's never looked the same in in two films. So that's uh, I think that's pretty much why that was in there. Uh, there was no other reason why she would ever have blue hair. Um, I did know, and it, it kind of touches on, on later, it does feel like the film repeats itself. So we get the early stuff when they're trying to escape. Then we get the prison break, which is pretty much the same as the, the opening scenes. And then we get them again trying to escape from Taskmaster and, and Ray Winston. It, it very much does repeat itself like three That's times. Yeah, but if you ask them, they would say they're echoes. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm just yeah. going to say on Ray Winston very quickly. He is a fantastic actor. Do not get me wrong at all. Get, but I'll his accent, my... uh, he might as well have just been a Cockney. Yeah. His Cockney so easily. Um, I, I'm not a massive fan of Ray Winston, I have to be honest. Um, my favourite thing that he's done is the uh, bet and play bet with Ray Averts. Um <laughs> But I've, I've, I've kind of got a downer on him because of how shockingly shit he was in Indy. Oh, um, I'm on your side, Indy. No, I'm not. I'm on the other side, Indy. And that was basically <laughs> what the whole film was was like with him in that. Um, so I'm not a massive fan, and uh, this hasn't helped anymore, no. to be honest. I think he was, he was miscasting this. It, it's a rare, poor casting, I thought, for actors. Yeah, yeah definitely. I said the, the use of Nirvana is brilliant. I think that cover version is is great. Um, I love that. Um, and obviously that's been quite widely known that that cover was in the film for a while. Yeah. Um, I thought the, the credits are, are pretty clever. Um, explaining what the Red Room is for the people that maybe hadn't seen some of the earlier films and, with her in. And I remember thinking, that some, oh, okay. And a rare yeah. occasion of these days of us getting credits at the start of a Marvel yeah, film. Yeah, exactly. And and that's that's what I thought as well. Um, I said I wasn't really expecting a, a flashback to Civil War. I thought that was a bit of a, a surprise. I know it's meant mm. to be set after it, but it, it felt very much like this was going to be a film contained with itself. Um, mm. Just just that. And, and to get the cameo from, from Thunderbolt in there as well. I thought it was, mm. was quite nice. I wasn't expecting that. There hadn't been any mention that he was in it. They, um, they needed to use the de-aging technology on him, though. He he looks exactly like he does now. Yeah, it's it's strange because he's lost a lot of weight, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, so. And he looks quite ill at times, I think. I don't know whether there has been any uh, illness problems over, over the years because he, he definitely looks quite a lot different to when we first met him. Yeah, in Hulk, um, but on that night, I also thought that Scarlet looked far healthier than she has done. Because um, at times, uh, over the last, not so much the the last two Avengers films, but certainly Civil War, um, she she didn't look particularly well. I didn't think, um, 
she'd lost quite a lot of weight and I think it probably stemmed from her divorce um, and things like that, that she yeah. didn't look very well, but she looks... working as well, isn't she? She always seems to yeah. work. Yeah. So she definitely looks better. Um, I thought the intro to the line is brilliant. It completely sets up the story for the rest of the film. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm quite a fan of Florence Pugh, having discovered her with the, the wrestling film yeah. she did. Um, yeah, she's just, I, my introduction was... Um, Little Women. No. Um, <laughs> um, what's it called? Uh, Midsummer. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen her. Yeah, I've seen her in um, the the wrestling film and Midsummer. And she. In in, fa- in fairness, Paul, I have seen her in Little Women as well. So have I. Sadly, because <laughs> I've got a wife that's a massive fan of the book. Um. So I had to had to see it. It wasn't until recently, actually, that I saw it. Um. Maybe three months ago. Um. But yeah, it's an all right film, and she puts in a, a decent performance, and yeah. she's kind of like a little pocket rocket. She's, oh, yeah. she's tiny when you when you see her lined up against other people. She's she's mm. uh, she's very small, so um, it's it's quite interesting that she's she's now yeah. become an, an action star. She's great in this. She's yeah, really... she really is. Um, the kind of action stars I like they're the ones you don't really expect. Yeah, yeah. because yeah, they put definitely. that extra effort in, and then it pays off. Hopefully, yeah. As we see, her comic timing through that this film is just brilliant. Her line delivery is fantastic. That's yeah. the Britishness, I think. I, I would yeah. put that down entirely to her Britishness. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I thought Taskmaster looked great. I think it was a we- really well-designed costume. Really? Um, yeah, I thought it looked pretty comic accurate, to be honest. Uh, have we been reading different comics? Uh, no, or playing, I thought it was... Or playing different <laughs> video games, because it looked a bit different to what I remember from the Spider-Man game. Well, no, I'm not going off... I mean, yeah, the Spider-Man game design was uh, for Taskmaster was really good, but mm. I'm, the, the one I remember is the full-on skull mask rather than, like, this real, basic, basically robot android-looking thing that we get in this film. Yeah. Mm. Diving into that as well, the, the fights, the first fight scene on the bridge oh. just feels like the fight from the Avengers game that was in all the demos. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. I'd agree with that. Um. I mean, on on Taskmaster specifically, the way they do the character in terms of like the uh, what do they call it? The photo, re- um, yeah, the, 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 the memory thing. The memory. Yeah, um, it is it is brilliantly done. The fight scenes, the choreography, the way it's basically going straight from one mover's cap to another as uh, T'Challa or another one as um, Clint, for example. It's it's beautifully done. I just don't like. A the the character look or the actual kind of reveal of the character. Yeah, the see, I didn't I didn't see that coming at all because all the rumours had pointed towards it being that's mate um, for a long time. Um, oh, oh, a uh, random guy number three, you mean? Yeah, because yeah. they wouldn't they wouldn't confirm what his character name was for ages. Yeah. Um. So a lot of people thought that it was him, and I I kind of got that in my head that it's going to be him. Yeah. Um, but I, then I, the reveal. I, to be fair, as I said, I'm not a massive fan of the villain storyline anyway. Um, and and Ray Winston's portrayal. So it's it kind of is a bit of a downer when it's linked to a character that you don't have much love for. Mm. Um, I don't particularly feel sorry for them. No. Um, no, I mean to be fair with the whole. 
the, the Taskmaster thing. I, I just, as soon as I saw that flashback of her blowing up the building and the second they put extra um, emphasis on the, like the little daughter, I thought, right, she's basically coming back some way. She's either going to be a widow or it'll be Taskmaster. Yeah. And mm-hmm. lo and behold. Yeah, and it still felt, felt a bit wimpy that they, they did con us out of seeing Nat and Clint in Budapest. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was my thing. I got out of that sequence was everybody was going about uh, when when we had that comment back in in the day. Everybody, said, oh, I hope yeah. we really get to see what was in Budapest, and then I'm thinking, what a fucking anticlimax! <laughs> yeah, that they don't don't say it. <laughs> she blew up a building. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of then kind of dived into the film not so much by scene, but just a some notes on my feelings. I said this for a long stretch is probably the most personal Marvel film, probably since the first Iron Man that's mm. kind of contained just on one character. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, so. Which is, is good. I, I think that's exactly what it deserves and what, what Scarlet deserves after the work she's put in, that it should just be around her. There's no, there's no cameos tying it to other films. Like I know we get Ross, but it doesn't really tie it into the bigger picture. And I know Greg Guardian mentions Cap a few times. Um, yeah, I mean, it mentions you can get away with because, like, in like um, in Iron Man, there's mention of S.H.I.E.L.D., there's mention of, like, the Super Soldier program, and, like, then there's the thing of going out to the desert and whatever yeah. for the Thor film. The mentions you can get away with, the physical appearances of those characters, like, you need yeah. to... They need to dial back a bit. I think they need to get a bit more personal again. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. Mm-hmm. And this is this is probably the first time in a long time that we haven't had like those those types of crossovers. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So it, that it, for that it, it gets extra marks because I I thought that was really nice. Um. A note that I know Tony is going to enjoy the fact that Nat was watching um, James Bond. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because it was one of the things that I, one of the plus points of the film was that vibe I got, was it was very yeah. much felt like, a, it, at times like a, a nod to not just one but seventy spy thrillers. There, there's a slightly different feel to say, um, yeah, the Winter Soldier film. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, definitely. And then I, I just noted I wasn't a massive fan of the two sisters fighting. I didn't think that was a great fight scene. I thought it came across a bit ropey and a bit hokey at mm. times. Yeah. I mean, there was um, no, I mean, while there was a bit of passion behind it in terms of the, the family, well, I say family in air quotes. Um, the family, that's the wrong film. We're not talking about fun, uh, <laughs> Fast and the Furious. <laughs> um, just the fact that there's like, you kind of tell that they're not actually intending to kill each other. And the second yeah. that comes across in any fight scene, doesn't matter what movie you're watching just that entire fight loses its flame and yeah. Yeah. just can't be asked, just, really. Yeah, I thought that I was sitting there thinking that well, Jason Bourne did a better kitchen fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like definitely. Back in the first yeah. Bourne film. Yeah. Um, I did not like in that, obviously, we get the, the mention of Clint's arrow holes in the wall, mm-hmm. which I thought was, yeah. was quite nice. Um, as we say, those little nods, we don't need the big... The big nods, but that yeah. was that was kind of nice. Uh, the widows and Taskmaster teaming up was just pure mean. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit you of... stick stick like thirty people up against one person. Yeah, it's a bit <laughs> of a kill, like. <laughs> yeah, 
Um, I thought that was that was quite main. And then uh, again, Winston is hacking me off. Um, <laughs> that's gonna, I, I'm going to forget about talking about Ray Winston for the rest of this now. Um, I'll, I'll I said you you have to have a chase scene when Natasha's involved in a film. Can't oh, yeah. have a have a film without her being on a motorbike or in a car or or <laughs> something. Um, then I did say when they're in the the hiding place that that kind of ties it all up um, for that relationship um, between. Clint. I thought that was quite yeah, Clinton. Yeah. And that I think that kind of ties it up when you now know why they had such a strong relationship when they were having to hide in a little box thing in the ceiling. Yeah. Um, mm. um, while you guys mentioned that you thought uh, Florence Pugh's timing was very good, I thought the the joke about the superhero landing and the hair felt a bit flat. Oh, Me, really? No, I, I, was, like that. Yeah. I really liked it. It's one of my favourite bits. I thought it was hilarious. And, and no. it was, like the gifts that are coming out of like when she actually does the superhero landing in the red room yeah. and then she gets up and she it's like someone's walked over a grave. Oh, I was I was killing myself laughing. Yeah. No, I just old. I wasn't a major fan of it. I thought it was um, a little bit forced that it didn't really fit. Yeah, um, what what made me laugh was the fact that if you think about the Avengers, they te- they technically are monetized in the MCU itself, not just like yeah. as we're watching it and buying all the goodies that come along with each film's release, but in the actual MCU itself, they are monetized because they are a big um well, without putting a name on it, they're basically a corporation that people look up to and try yeah. and aspire to be better. So they have to do all that stupid posing. And it kind of like yeah. harkens back to the boys, really, in that mm. whole um, corporationism of um, of superheroes. And you don't really think about it until someone actually says it in the MCU. Yeah. No, I just, I find it, when she's there doing the hair flicking stuff, I just, I was in hysterics. I thought it was, <laughs> it was great. Um, and then my next note, for me, out uh, the main cast, and I'm not including like Ray Winston because it's nothing much more than a glorified cameo for the most part. Um, I think David Harbour is actually the weakest link out of the main cast. Oh, right. I'm not a massive fan of his performance, and I love him as Hopper. In now, see, that's the stuff for me that was a little bit forced with some of his comedy. Yeah, yeah, it was literally just that joke for. Florence Pugh. The rest of her performance is, is great, and I, I it wasn't her fault. It was the it was the writing for me. But Harbour stuff just some of it could be funny, but his delivery just yeah, isn't. Yeah. See, um, and, and it's only... so different from when we see him as the American dad, American yeah. dad at the yeah. start. It's like a completely different person. Well, yeah. which ironically it's supposed to be, yeah. but even in terms of the the actor giving it, yeah. Yeah, it's just uh, just for me, he is uh, he is the weaker weaker link out of out of all of them. I I think Rachel Vice puts in a, a great performance. See, I'm um, the other way around. I really like David Harbour. I thought Rachel Vice was the weakest link. Oh. Yeah, I do, I just didn't connect with her character as much as because I actually want to see more of Red Guardian. I really do, but Rachel Vice, I'm not bothered because she's basically an older version of Natasha. Yeah. And like, there's no point in seeing more of that because you've got Natasha and actually now you've got um, Florence Pugh becoming the brand new Black Widow. I suppose we should just mention this point. Apparently we've seen our first mutants as well. Yes. Yes. 
yeah. in the prison, which I didn't realise until I saw a video on it this week. No. So uh, he's he's claiming that he's a mutant, yeah. but um, yeah. Marvel haven't actually told him that he is. <laughs> um, so yeah. the, the shit may have hit the fa- fan with that one. Um, <laughs> yeah. I did say, while it looks great, the prison escape is a prison escape. You you can't get out of that. There's there's nothing much else you can do. They're trying to escape the prison. Yeah. Um, so there's nothing much they can do with that. Though I I do think the white suit is now possibly my favourite of really? her costumes. I I only liked it for the fact that it was it was kind of apt for the the setting because they're well they're in the snow. So I I, I found it apt, but I don't really want to see it continue. I just it's think the the whole Black Widow it, thing is. That that's the costume from the red room. Yeah. See, the thing is, if the if the white costume continues as Yelena's costume, absolutely fine with that because that differentiates her massively from Natasha. Yeah. Or if they if they were to carry it on, if like somehow if they made a Black Widow two somehow, um, with Natasha and they kept that white suit, I'd be like, no, she's Black Widow. She's not the White Widow. The black, the black, and the black widow basically comes from the costume, and the widow is the fact that they've got no marital or familial connections. So, you know, there's no point. But yeah, if that's just my little rant on the the white costume, I go into more rants. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna have a little bit of a rant now. The fitting into his costume, so it's just (laughs) bloody awful. (laughs) That's the bit that really lets him down. Yeah, there's, it's just, there's no comic timing to it at all. It's That's just saying about weird. forced comedy, but yeah. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's just horrible, and there's no need for it. And I know they're trying to add some comedy to it, but it, well, it didn't need it. The thing is, you're watching it, and the whole film is going on about fighting Captain America, and you're watching it thinking, dude, you're not fit to lace up Cap's boots, never mind <laughs> you want Though the, the bit in, in that scene, it, I do like the Winter Piglet. That is basically prank controls. I thought that was really good, and and Scarlet's comic timing in these scenes is is really good as well. Especially when he starts insinuating that they they should have sex again, and she's just like, "Oh, mum and dad are having talked about sex at the dinner table." <laughs> yeah, and it, her timing is just brilliant in that in that scene, and I love that. Um, I also do like the fact that uh, he gets called Crimson Dynamo. Oh, do you know what? <laughs> oh, I, I, I have read the original character. No, no, no it's it an was... Iron Man villain. Oh no, it's Red Dynamo. I, you know, I'm thinking that one that looked like a cosplay in the DC, in yeah. one of the DC shows. Yeah. yeah. So, <sighs> Crimson I, I Dynamo it is one of those ones that partially is in the MCU because they gave Mickey Rourke part of his character. Ah, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right, I'm going to have another little rant now because I'm literally as I'm looking behind me as we're recording this, I am looking at my Iron Man uh, classic 60s comic collection and I, the one villain aside from the Mandarin that I absolutely adored from those Iron Man comics was Crimson Dynamo because that... Um, my, my computer's making noises now. Um, the the, the storyline of basically being... It's like Flash and Reverse Flash. You have Iron Man and Crimson Dynamo because Crimson Dynamo is basically Iron Man before 
the behind the Iron Curtain thing that was going on with the Iron Man comics at the time. And it was so good to read. Yeah, it was cheesy because it was the 60s, but it was just brilliant to read. And I was hoping to see it uh, come Iron Man 2. And then you basically, it was just Whiplash. And Whiplash is just a shit villain comics wise anyway. So when I heard Crimson Dynamo, I thought, oh shit, they might actually do Crimson Dynamo somewhere down the line here. And if they do, I'm begging Marvel to do it and do it good. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully at some point we'll we'll find that. Um, I said the the twist with the face swap is quite clever. Mm, um, yes. Yes. Didn't, yes. Think didn't think. Yeah, it certainly wasn't signposted that that was the case. Um, in these set of scenes, I do find they find their place with humour, with the earpiece gag, and it's mm. um, it's against him. That's the uh, that's yeah. the thing. I think Rachel Vice's performance in that scene is great because the yeah. the, the humour is aimed at him, yeah. um, not created by him, and I mm. I, I feel feel it finds uh, its place there. Um, him saying that her parents were, were unknown is a really horrible way to describe it. Oh, but it's yeah. also basically ripped off Kylo Ren. Well, yeah. Because it's exactly what he does to Ray. Uh, yeah. But to be to be fair, it's kind of signpost because you th- uh, I think she says in... It's either Civil War or... No, it's Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron, she basically says that they... The widows are basically ripped from their homes as like two year olds or something. Yeah. So I, I kind of knew it was coming, but in fairness, the way that both Rachel Weiss and Ray Winston describe it, I'm thinking, fuck me, this is some fucked up shit. Yeah. They do. Yeah, and it, it does go kind of along that that lines, and we'll we'll talk about it in a minute. But um, yeah. it's. It's a, the, the film is very much full of Bond-like tricks, as you, you said earlier, Tony. It, it mm. does have its its roots in James Bond movies. Um, there's some some great moments. Obviously, we see the the widow's bite. Finally, a proper version of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, not the versions we've had before, which was which was great. And that also comes on to my next note uh, that it was good to see that back in a costume that kind of resembles the original. Yeah. Again, that she hasn't worn for a, for a long time. Um, so while I like the white one, it was also good to see her back in in that original one. Yeah, the, um, the black Black Widow outfit is actually my favourite version of any of the ones she's worn across her yeah. entire MCU run. Yeah, yeah, and I, I can understand that because it is the the classic look. It's yeah, it, you have to to wear that at some point. Uh, but then I am going to jump back onto to Ray Winston again, like I promised I wouldn't. But um, it's not it's not really about him. It's a, it's about the writing at this point. The scene of him absolutely battering the crap out of that um, doesn't need to be there. It's horrible. It just it doesn't have a place in this film at see, all. See, I kind of think it does because it shows how much of a bastard that character yeah. is. Yeah, because yeah, it, it, it sort of ties it. Because there, there's there's a there's a core feminism thing to this film, and, and it just shows that, that he is very much the worst that man can offer. Yeah, yeah. Vile, and it's there to show that really. Yeah, but I I felt he'd already done that by the whole thing of the parents being unknown, kind of shown what he was, well, and see, he hadn't shown any tendency to violence before that. 
that's that's the thing. It just again, it feels out of place for me. That's the point that I suspect because there are blokes out there like that, aren't there? And I think that's kind of the point, really. Yeah, yeah it's it's the whole thing of he's gone for the emotional uh, abuse, and he's he's had his his fun with that, but then the fact that she kind of starts showing an immunity to it. He thinks, yeah. like, the only thing I've got left to do is use my fist. Mm. And that's just the icing on the cake in terms of the complete, but like, horror show that that character is because he's just an arsehole. Yeah. Yeah, and I can I can see why why you guys feel like it fits. Just just for me, it's, it, it's the juxtaposition of that there hasn't been kind of any scenes like that throughout the the film and through the MCU it's and I, I again I can understand what you guys are saying yeah that it, it mm. it's about what this film is talking about I just for me it, it doesn't have a place in the MCU to be like that for me um but uh then I said do we really need an old man super soldier Josh we know your feelings for me <laughs> yeah. no we don't need an old man super soldier no. um but uh, yeah, we shall see. Uh, hopefully, Stranger Things might keep him out of the picture for a while. Yeah, I mean, um, I would. I'd like to see more Red Guardian, but not as the old guy. I want like, you know, while Cap is in the ice. Yeah. Stuff, like uh, maybe nineties, possibly eighties yeah. version of it. So. Well, yeah, I'd rather yeah. see that character without less excruciating comedy. Yeah, yeah. It didn't work. If, if yeah. he, gets, he gets a brutal kind of daredevil on Netflix level violence uh, Disney Plus show, mm. um, I would happily watch that. But I think they'd have to cast someone other than David Harbour to play a younger version. Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, touching on Taskmaster again, um, quite clearly the stunt person was not a woman. Yeah. No. Because <laughs> no. Taskmaster is massive. On him. Yeah, absolutely huge, and they've made a right mess up with that. And these are basically my my, my problems with the film were were a the villains and, and the action from Winston, and b that reveal because it doesn't fit because we don't get then any explanation as to why this character. Walks like a male, moves like a male, yeah. holds himself like a male, and we get a terrible CGI head stuck on the top of that body. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. The thing is, I kind of wanted, and it, I mean, I'm gonna sound like a horrible person to say this, but I kind of wanted the kid to actually be dead. Um, but only because then it adds more weight to why, yeah, uh, Winston's character has got such a, a hatred of Natasha. Yes, and then, yeah. actually, then basically, I would have actually preferred if there was there's Black Widows as a group. They, these are the women's super spies, but then the male version of that are the Taskmasters. So mm. then you can have more than one, and one of them can be Anthony Masters, the former Shield agent. So mm, yeah, yeah, okay, you could have had the daughter being this one that Natasha goes up against, but then. Going forward, you have Anthony Masters, who is the one who goes up against, like, say, the Young Avengers in the future, and is yeah. the death stroke to their Teen Titans. Yeah, yeah. And it also bugged me that Olga was wasted in this film a little bit. We didn't see that. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. She's she's kind of again, it's nothing much more than a glorified cameo, is it? Yeah. Um, for the most part, the same as as Winston though, his isn't a glorified cameo; it was a poor cameo. Um, but then I said the, the finale is kind of a letdown as well because it's a bit all over the place with so many stories to to kind of end. Yeah. The, the final scene is is great. And it, it really is, the whole thing is quite spectacular, but it just jumps all over the place. Um, but, yeah, it's it's a strange one. It's it's kind of just a bit of a mash-up in the end, um, which is sad because they've had so much time to, to do stuff with this film, despite yeah. the fact that they've said they've not worked on it for, for a year. They've not literally not done anything to the, to the film. Um from when it was meant to be re- released originally. The, the the closing scenes are really spectacular, though. Um, mm. Certainly yeah, they... Of, like the red room blowing up and basically just... It's it's like watching the helicarrier fall out of the sky. It's yeah. ridiculous yeah. cool to watch. Yeah, and the, but, the... As you say, it's all over the place in terms of, like, shooting it and yeah, yeah just the stories and that. Yeah, the, the base jumping stuff is great. Yeah. I think when they, when they come out of the... The, the building when they're they're in the sky, um, is just brilliant. But it just it, it it kind of covers up some of the cracks. I think um, her fixing her nose as well is really brutal. Oh, mm. yeah, and it's obviously yeah. been done by CGI. Well, yeah. you know that, but it, it's still with the the crack of the nose going back into yeah. place and like and everything. One thing I am going to pick up about Rachel Vice's um, performance, her limping around at the end, it's just ridiculous. I don't know what she's trying to sell because <laughs> I can't tell what's wrong with her. She's just kind of rolling. Compensation. Maybe yeah. she's thrown her foot. Maybe. I, I was Maybe. waiting for her to like look into the camera and go, have you had an accident that wasn't your fault? <laughs> <laughs> Did you fall off the curb? Yeah. <laughs> Although you, it would be well, more, necessarily playing Kirby. It would be more. Have you had accident? <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Yeah. Um, yeah. I. I. The. The whole General Ross thing and how Natasha gets away. It's been talked up so much on the internet. It's a ridiculously awful plot hole. <laughs> and they just forgot to film a scene. I'm quite sure of it because yeah. it's just oh yeah we're just going to let her go for no reason yeah it's do you know what if they'd have made this film and it was basically her doing a Jason Bourne running away from Thaddeus Ross I'd have been fine with that yeah and and if if Ross sent Anthony Masters after it even better yeah even better mm. but yeah it just it, it feels like it's a a massive plot hole. So there we go. Um, the end credits scene. Well, I did like just before that though the the um, bit with Mason, where the, she yeah. sort of gets as a quinjet. That was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that that's nice. That it it kind of ties into what happens in the yeah. in the next film. Um, but yeah, the the end credits scene. Ugh. It's a bit of a whimper. Do you know? Do you know what? I've got one thing to say about that entire end credits scene. I pity anyone who watches these films in chronological order and watches that end credit scene before watching Infinity War or um, Endgame. Yeah. Uh, in some ways, as you say, it's 
it's not a great scene for selling who she is, yeah. um, despite the fact that apparently they changed nothing of that scene at all. That's exactly how it was It was filmed in the first place, um, despite the fact that it's now in a different order. But if you'd have put that first, people yeah. would have just gone, who the hell's that? Yeah. Um, mm. But then in other ways, it's also a whimper because we've already met her. Yeah. 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 Um, See, someone remind me, is there an end credit scene to Endgame? Um, I, I've got in my head that there isn't. No, I don't I'm think not, there is. I, think, I don't think either part has got one, has it? No. no. See, see, the thing is, I would have had that as the end credit scene to that, or if they really wanted to have it in the end credit scene for Black Widow, just don't show who the grave is. Yeah. And just yeah, face, yeah. It is a, it's proper wimpy. Um, yeah. I'm going to be honest, I'm not a massive fan of hers. Um, she's not shown me anything in any of her appearances across those episodes. Yeah. Um, that, that's like, oh, compared to what we've just talked about on our previous episode um, with, with Kang, um, he's been in one episode and has given me three, four times as much as she's done in what, how many times have we seen her now? Three, four times? Mm. Um, yeah. yeah. It's because the character is just so sketchy at the moment, isn't it? I think that's yeah. the trouble. Yeah, I do yeah. think, like, over time, we'll kind of go, oh, yeah, do you know what? She's actually quite cool. But at yeah. the minute, we're kind of a bit meh. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so that's it. That's Black Widow. So our final thoughts. Anybody want to give their final thoughts? Thoughts? Yeah, I, I mean, uh, we we touched on it. I I enjoyed the film for the most part. So I felt there was like a Bond esque element to it with the, the crazy plot and, and the big control room scene at the end and stuff like that, which I really liked. And it's nice to see um, Natasha get her own film. Love Florence Pugh. Like I said, I I thought her comedy stuff was great, and and that scene to me just made me smile so much when she's just taking the piss out of her like sister. Um. <laughs> Oh, so the, 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 just the letdown for me was the two villains, really. Yeah. Uh, Winston was phoned in what was a, basically a one-note role anyway um, and just phoned it in. And there, I'm, I'm sure there were other actors they could have picked for that role to give it a little bit more gravitas. Um, I, I, I'm not going to not necessarily put a Christoph Waltz type or something like that. Yeah. Would yeah. have been better in that role. Basically, Ray Winston should have been uh, Natasha's Blofeld. Yes, that would have been a better role for him. You could, I could buy him in that role more. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and again, the Taskmaster thing, it, the, the reveal was meh when they reveal who it was. I didn't yeah. care enough about that that through line of the plot. Yeah. And like we said, the other bit. Well, hang on, I'm watching that, thinking, well, this this person is stomping around like I would. It's stood like oh, you know, it's it's a six foot tall man, and then we're supposed to believe that it's a five foot whatever woman in there under probably a little bit of padded sort of armor. Yeah, and it kind of took me out of the film a little bit. Um, yeah. so it kind of affected my score as well on the film. I mean, it's a film that I wanted to would it be like a four star film. Or or eighty odd stuff, but it, it just comes out like a, like a seventy five percenter for me because the villain stuff wasn't great. Yeah, 
Yeah, Josh, how about you? Yeah. Um, basic overall thought is um, this should have been released between Civil War and whatever came next. Yeah, yeah. Um, it feels redundant, doesn't it, now? Yeah, because if... I mean, the whole thing of, like, with the Red Room exploding and, I mean, at one point you probably would think, oh, is she actually going to survive this? Um, but you would only have thought that if you were watching it prior to have seen Endgame. Um, so that's that was kind of like what I was saying with my whole argument about the end credit scene. They should have either had something else or put that end credit scene at the end of Endgame mm. or far from home maybe um, and don't get me wrong i like the the final outcome that it's now set up for kai yeah and yeah don't get me wrong can't wait for that now but it's just a bit of a, a damp squib in the yeah, way they do yeah, it it's a bit of a wet yeah. part like but yeah. um yeah it's it should have been released in a different way um because i've got friends who have recently just gone on a massive marvel marathon and watched them in chronological order rather than release mm. order and I can't. I always grimace at it just because I think with any franchise, whether it's Marvel, Star Wars, anything, you should watch in release order. Anything, yeah. Um, because well, certainly first time around, I'd agree. Yeah. Oh yeah, certainly first time yeah. around. Like because what once you know what happened, just please yourself. Um, yeah. but like I really do pity anyone who really gets attached to Natasha, like any young girl watching Scarlett Johansson being the absolute badass she is as, as Natasha, and then watches Black Widow before, even before Infinity War, mm. and then watches that end credit scene, and there's a great big fucking Black Widow symbol on a gravestone with Natasha Romanoff on it, and you're like, all right, so, you know, yeah, you know, I know what's going to happen now. Um, so, yeah, there's that and basically the whole Ray Winston and Taskmaster thing I honest to God can't forgive it because when I was probably about 10 um, there was a Spider-Man cartoon on at the time on Disney XD um, and Taskmaster was a recurring villain for mm. the first two series and he was fucking brilliant and I couldn't wait to see him in the MCU. Then the second that he's announced for Black Widow, I'm like, holy shit, here we go. One of the best villains. Yeah. And like, I just watched it and I was like, yeah. oh, okay then. Yeah, like I came to that, like I said, a minute from, from the game. And I was expecting to be something on screen that was similar to that sort of smart arse <laughs> dude on the game. Yeah. I mean, right. I, I've experienced Taskmaster um, four times in... No, five. So, like, five in my history as a comic book nerd. Comic mm. books, obviously. Spider-Man PS4 game. He's fucking fantastic, even though mm. he's only in it for about five minutes worth of gameplay. Yeah. Um, the Avengers game. Yeah, okay, the Avengers game is a bit of a wet fart as well. But he's actually one of the better things about it in terms of boss fights. Then there's the Spider-Man cartoon that I just mentioned. He's a fucking badass in it, even though he's only a 2D uh, drawing on screen. And then there's this film, which, in hindsight of the other four things that I've seen him in, I can discount this film, and it won't affect my judgment of that character because the mm. character is fucking boss. I just wish they'd have done something different with it in this film. It's it's very much again like as you said earlier, the Mandarin. Yes, it, it's, it's not the proper version. No, yeah. 
yeah. and I'll, I will give Marvel the credit they deserve if they do a Taskmaster again in the Later future on, yeah. and it is Anthony Masters or even if it's like Antonia Masters and they gender bend it I'm absolutely fine with that but mm. this version just stunk like a massive dog tear to me yeah yeah, uh, and I, I can say that I actually think I scored it too high having reviewed it again sitting <laughs> down and reading my I originally gave it an 82 but I think I'm going to have to knock it under 80 Mm. Just oh, yeah. because mine, I don't think well it is, mine's yeah, I, yeah, I just, uh, I, it's not for, certainly for me. It's not the worst film we've seen in the MCU, oh, no. but it is, it's, it's lower down the the scale for me. Yeah. Um, and my notes were, um, overall a decent film. Uh, the accents knock it down. Also, no consequences and no high stakes, as we already know the outcome. Um, we know she survives. We that's not something. No, I think the action's great. The action yeah. scenes are superb. Um, but at and at times one of the most personal MCU movies they've made. Um, but yeah, just in general, it's an okay film. Yeah, um, yeah. I've watched it twice yeah. now. Um, I watched it once um, by myself the day it came out, kind of background fodder, so I wasn't really watching it properly. And then I watched it again that afternoon once I'd finished work. Um, and yeah, it was, yeah. it's okay. I don't feel the need to go to it again. Mm. It won't be one of those films that I feel I need to watch. Like, you know, you have a down day and you pick a film. Yeah, yeah. That you've loved. Like, I'd pick one of the Avengers films or the first Iron Man or one of the Cap films. Yeah. Um, this certainly yeah, won't be on that list. would watch it now in a rewatch, wouldn't you? Probably in a yeah. chronological rewatch now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, I go, if I go back and do a Marvel marathon or something, it'll be in there. Just for the mm. sake of like completion, yeah. basically, yeah. And yeah. Uh, well, I will not probably actively seek it out. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But I, I, I'm glad I've seen it. I'm glad I spent the twenty pound on Disney Plus. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm glad it's it's done well. Certainly in this this era of post pandemic cinema both, going, both online and at the cinema. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it I do did think well. this whole Disney Plus premium access thing will continue, though, even like post, like will. if COVID disappeared tomorrow, I think the online stuff will still carry on. Yeah, and I think that's that's where they're, they're heading. They've already confirmed that yeah. their online consumer product and will be what takes takes the lead for them yeah. um, these days. So, so yeah, I think just in general, I, I will probably give it like 78, I think. Um not as low as you guys, but yeah, just it wasn't a stinker, but it wasn't a oh it's god, a I'm in love with this film. For yeah. a send off film, you wanted it to be an I 80s, and it was never anywhere no. near an I 80s, was it? No, it, was a... no, it wasn't. So, yeah, that's that's Black Widow. Our, our review of Black Widow is is done. Uh, I don't know whether you guys will be going to say it. I'm going to try and make uh, an effort to go and see uh, yeah, I'll, Suicide I'll Squad. Oh, um, yeah. which is out oh, in, in just over it. a week um, so we'll we'll try and get a review out of that um, and then it will be on to What If um, yep. mm. in the next couple of weeks in fact it's, well, it's we, not far away it's going to take on a whole new slant now yeah yeah. Yep. so we're, we're looking forward to that so once again thank you for, for listening uh, to us ramble on as we do um, thank you boys for joining me once more no problem. no problem. And we will be back in August 
with another episode. Don't know what it will be. We shall see. Um, but yeah, we will see you next month. All right. Stay safe. See you down the road. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.